this lovely lady has started a non-profit organization helping terminally ill people and seniors arrange second forever homes for their pets. And joining us from Halifax today is Angela Rafuse. Uh, Angela, how you doing? Hi, good. That was such a kind welcome. Thank you. No, no problem at all. Okay, I'm going to let you explain this. What you're doing is great, great stuff. Tell everybody what you're doing. Thank you. So I started an organization called My Grandfather's Cat. We help seniors and terminally ill people arrange homes for their pets before they move into retirement homes or pass away. The animal stays with their human right up until the very last day possible. We arrange a home for them, and then when the senior moves into the retirement home, then the animal moves the same day. Well, quite clearly, there's a personal connection here for you. Yeah, so um, a couple years ago now, my grandfather passed away. Mm -hmm. Um, His name was on a list for a retirement home, but he didn't want to leave his beloved cat, Mackenzie. And when he did pass away, I was able to adopt her, but I was the only one in our family able to adopt her, and we kind of lucked out that way. And there are so many people out there that simply can't adopt their grandparents' cats or their parents' cats. Um, Maybe they have children that are allergic or they have animals of their own that the cat wouldn't get along with. And there's just so many reasons that they just, family can't adopt the animals. So there was a need for a service because those animals were ending up in shelters, and I created one. And congratulations for that. Sorry to hear about your grandfather, but you know what? You're right. When you have this personal connection, it's amazing what people can think of and what they will uh, take on. So how tough was it to start this program? Um, I underestimated it significantly. (laughs) I think most people do when they start something like this. Um, I started it in Nova Scotia and made it the service available across Canada and thought, We'll help one or two people a year. It will be very simple. Um, And in our first year, we did 50 adoptions. And to date, we've done 153 adoptions across Canada. And when did you start this again? I started on May 18th, 2021, which is my grandfather's birthday. Oh, nice. Nice touch. Those numbers, that's amazing. Yeah, it um, it was one of those things where it's kind of never been done before, like a animal rehoming service like that for seniors. It's never existed. So it took a little while for us to get our name out there and for people to trust us. But once the, once the ball got rolling, it just kind of snowballed from there. So who was the first uh, area to pick this up outside of your Halifax area? So it was actually Toronto. Um, so the word kind of spread um, to a lot of animal shelters in Toronto. And we have a big social media presence as well. Um, it kind of picked up in Toronto quite a bit. Um, from there, it kind of um, trickled across the country, actually. It was then Manitoba, um, then Edmonton and Calgary, um, and then Vancouver. So were you totally blown away by how quickly this spread? Yeah, um, I will never, it will never cease to amaze me how incredible this is and how incredible this has become. And we have, I, I think it's something crazy, like almost a million supporters across all of our social media channels. We have the kindest people that donate to us, people that trust us with their animals to find homes for them. Um, it will never cease to amaze me how this has just become something so much bigger than me. Angela, I've got to think there's one or two stories here. There's probably a lot of stories, but are there one or two that really kind of caught your attention and, and have stuck with you? Well, our very first adoptable will always stay with me. Um, her name is Pepper. Um, it was a lady that her mom suddenly passed away, and mm-hmm. 
she wasn't sure what to do with her mom's cat and she had cats and dogs of her own and this cat was used to being alone all the time so she took the cat and the only separate space she really had for the cat was in her bathroom so she was keeping the cat in her bathroom to try to find it a home she didn't want to put the cat in the shelter the local animal shelter um just because the cat was older and well the animal shelter accepted them older cats take longer to get adopted and it was the same week we launched that she reached out to me and said hey i'll 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 take a risk on you um i'll see if you can find a home for her and we actually did within the week we completed our first adoption within our first week of operating and i'll never forget that one because that was when i got the call that the adoption had happened and everybody was happy i just kind of i I pulled my car over and just kind of sat on the side of the road and realized that this was going to work and we are going to make a difference and it's been just incredible ever since how tough is this on you because pets are really an extension of the people that that bring them along right so obviously in your situation with your grandfather's cat that's an extension of him while he's no longer with us the cat is and so there's great memories attached to that cat so it's tough for people to to be separated or even to move them along to another fur family you know i think it's i think it's kind of something beautiful at the end of it um People are, seniors are empowered to choose the homes for their pets. Um, families are actually able to stay in touch with the pets. We have, an, we have open adoptions. So a lot of the times, even when someone passes away, the families will still stay in touch with the adoptive family and be able to give updates on the cat and things like that. So it, it kind of lets their, their grandparent or their parents kind of live a little longer and have a little more of a legacy as well. Angela, before we let you roll here, how many pets do you have? I actually only have one. I adopted him through the charity. Um, my grandfather's cat, Mackenzie, passed away at 17 okay. in April of this year. Um, and I have um, one cat, Bo, um, who was a foster fail through the charity. Is that tough to say goodbye to the cat because that's also saying goodbye to your grandfather again in some ways? It, it definitely was. It was It was truly a heartbreaking time, but um, what was beautiful is our whole community rallied around me. Everyone knew how difficult that was going to be on me, and they all were so kind, so supportive. I received the most loving messages, and knowing that I was surrounded by love and this charity was both a legacy for my grandfather to live on and for Mackenzie, his cat, to live on, it, um, it made it a lot easier. Angela, before we let you go, let's, let's plug the website, okay? Thank you. Uh, so our website is mygrandfatherscat.ca. Um, you can go check out our adoptables, read our success stories, and if you'd like to contribute to our work, make a donation. Our service is free, and we don't char- and we don't charge adoption fees. So we are dependent on donations. Yes. And our social media is just at mygrandfatherscat across all channels. Everything, all the social media channels, right? Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, just at mygrandfatherscat. Gotcha. Thanks for your time. Great story. Just just loved it when I when I read about it, and uh, I just uh, can't thank you enough for what you do. Great work. Thank you so much for having me. Have okay. a good night. Now you can go and enjoy the rest of your evening in Halifax. We've kept you up late Thanks. enough. <laughs> thank you so much. All right. See you later. Thanks, Angela. Angela Rafus, who is uh, the founder of My Grandfather's Cat.